Welcome to the Simple Minds podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. Welcome to the Simple Minds podcast, here for another week with a full boatload of... A boatload of fools? Perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody is here. Everybody say a quick hello. 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 What's up? Hello. Hello. That was me. Um, okay, so this topic I have had in the, the topic bin, is, which is what uh, inside secret to what we do in Simple Minds. And it has had a, a, a funny reception, which is good, which is fine. And I, I suppose, have been known as the, the philosopher to a degree and talk about philosophy. <laughs> Drama queen. I was the, uh, <laughs> one of the first ones to, to introduce philosophy to the podcast many years ago with Nietzsche and uh, Plato, etc., etc. And it's a, it's a journey I've been on now for two or three years and it's a, a journey I find enjoyable and and deep and existential which mean, means that you, you start to question things around you I suppose um, and also the uh, episode I did I can't even remember the number but we did one on um, are we living in a simulation as well which had a, a few interesting um, interesting takes as well people say you know why, why do we do this like you know is it just something we do for fun or is it like why would we start thinking about are we in a simulation or philosophy or deeper thinking and it is about that it's about deeper thinking I mean the humanities philosophy the great writers are all things that we need to all be reading and it's something I really encourage our listeners to do is is to delve into do it through. I mean, there's millions of podcasts out there. There's obviously the, the the books themselves. I mean, we talk about stoicism as well. That's a form of philosophy. But it's it's also it, a form of religion. As, well, Christianity actually came from stoicism. They had to they had to get the Stoics on side before they started up their little club. So, um, club. so what I want to quickly they started for a real estate <laughs> seminar. <laughs> Tony Robbins is now Jesus, obviously. Um, so I want to just talk about philosophy quickly and why I've gone down that path and why you should as well. Um, and then I'll get a bit of it because it's, it's not a fun topic. Like it really isn't fun thinking about what life is like, um, how deep things are when you start looking at them and breaking them down and trying to break from the convention of how we've been brought up. Um, the Christian morality, the mortgage market, whatever it is that we're talking about that, that is containing you in, in your current situation has all been, it's a framework that's, that's propping you up. And when you start breaking that down and looking deeper into, into your life, into what things really matter, into honesty, into truth, which is what we talked about in the last episode, it becomes, it can get quite dark. Um, which is which is isn't a bad thing, I don't think. You know, we talk about you know having to face your your shadow. I mean, Jung talked about that, and I think it's something we all need to do every now and again. Um, and well, one Pl Plato talked about it the first part. Yeah, and we, we talked about the cave as well, the allegory of the cave as well, which is sort of breaking away from what you've been shown all your life. Um, I will get into the drink, Matt. I will get into the drink. I will talk about that. In oh, we've had a break in the glass. There's a 
I think we'll be fine. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way in regards to philosophy, and that's why I have delved into it. And I really do. I, I want people to, to to think about that and to to read some of the the great pieces and, and and listen to what people's ideas are on philosophy and life in general. So I would encourage people to do that. Where do you think they should start? At the beginning. Um, of Simple Minds podcast episode one. Exactly. Yeah. Start course, episode yeah. one. Work your right way through, and you'll 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 get covered. You'll the get back catalog. Um, I philosophize this podcast to be like, putting into the modern age is where I delved a lot deeper into it. It's amazing. So, so Stephen, Stephen West is the guy that, that runs that podcast. 20, 25 minute episodes. We'll have a, a link uh, in the show notes. Um, awesome podcast. Very funny. Um, and he, he works right the way through from, you know, the pre-Greek sort of philosophies right the way through to the current line, the 20th century philosophies like Satra and all these guys up into the modern day. So if you do want to delve into that, that'd be a, a really awesome place to start. And that's where I sort of dug deeper. And the thing is like, you know, look at Alice in the rabbit hole, right? Um, I've not even, I don't think, I'm, I'm just looking at the rabbit hole just now. I've not even got my head in it yet. So, and I think a lot of people maybe we talk about, you know, just going through their lives and don't even question these sort of things and ignore the rabbit hole completely and walk past it. But I quite enjoy and find challenging thinking about things that maybe are harder to think about. And critical thinking is such an important part in the entrepreneurial journey as well. All the great entrepreneurs, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, have all talked about the humanities and why you should be learning this stuff. Because philosophy and thinking about the stuff that is hard to think about builds critical thinking. That's what it does. It's a it's a tool to build critical thinking. But let me quickly do the drink. Um, I was at the IGA this morning <laughs> and saw this on the shelf. I was looking for the drink, so it was on a purpose. And this is a traditional lemonade from France. And there is a connection to the, the, the topic today because the, the philosopher I'm talking about or writer philosopher I'm talking about is Camus, Albert Camus. He's French or French Algerian. Um, and this is a traditional lemonade, an artisan lemonade. So pop. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. Uh, Travis popped my cork before the episode. Um, Not so your cherry. <laughs> I was just trying to speed things up. So we're going to have a little bit. We're going to regress to childhood here and have a bit of lemonade. Um, I haven't tasted this. We got any vodka around here? Splash no vodka. alcohol. This one. No alcohol. This one. This is an alcohol-free podcast, so the kids can listen. <laughs> what the hell? There's probably some gin lying around. Oh, yeah, gin lemonade. Gin and lemonade. Hey, everybody, right. have some lemonade. Thank you. From oh, a previous sorry. podcast. This looks amazing. <laughs> Cheers. What do you mean it looks amazing? It just, like, the look of it, the bubbles, it's just, it, look, it's, it just looks great. Looks legit. I'm not normally a fan of lemonade. Fuck. It smells funny. What did that happen in the transit? It's better than the root beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's way better than root beer. Tastes a bit like a lemonade you get off the street, like a sort of kids kind of lemonade, but it's not bad. Gary V style. Gary, Mine's salty Gary. for a reason. <laughs> Sorry, Conrad. You didn't put it in the decanter. <laughs> Somebody. That's, that's just your attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, can I quickly in a salty box? Can I quickly go around the table and just get a quick thought on philosophy and where you, where you guys, what you guys think of it, or if you ever bloody do think about it, or what your your thoughts are, Travis. That's counterclockwise. Did you, we want to go clockwise? People no. can't see that. Um, I'm not a big philosopher. It's not something that I delve into deeply. Um, my kind of view on it is why should I worry about it if I can't control it? 
Um, so yeah, it's not something that I really uh, read a lot about and go into the depth. But I'm, I don't judge people for wanting to do it either. Okay. I think you know, each to their own. Yeah, and I'll open it up to anybody. Has anybody got any thoughts on their own um, touch points with philosophy or thoughts on it? We are going a little bit off topic here, I know, but oh, I think that's probably quite a good thing. We're going to continue around. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I like Stoicism. Um, I really took a taking to, to that, um, whether it's a religion or philosophy, it doesn't matter. I like to just look at anything as a tool to help me grow um, and be a better person. And I think sometimes it was interesting, um, one episode that we had a few weeks back, we had a guest, uh, Sale, Sean. Shane. Shane. <laughs> Sale. Sale, Sean, Shane. Sale. <laughs> Sale. 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 For sale. Say it three times fast. Yeah, it says it is. Anyway, he said, he talked about the Batman theory, which um, I thought was really cool, um, where I think philosophy can be that external outside voice that like someone's telling you these theories and concepts of something and you're just like, whatever, whatever. And then you listen to that over there and you're like, oh, yeah, now I, I get it. And I think there are elements um, from philosophy that can help you do that. The stories. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, they are just the stories. So, I mean, you could do anything. But that's how I do it. Otherwise, I don't go too deep into it because um, I think it can sometimes be you become the half-wise. We get thrashed against the rocks. Um, by It can be sometimes deserving in you get too stuck in your own head um, and you just come to a standstill. So that's kind of where I think that, you've just said that that's exactly that's what happens. Like if you don't go down the path of philosophy, how do you know that is the case? Have you seen people that have been thrashed around the rocks and are now standing still? Oh, yeah, 100 percent all the time. Um, you know, people who listen or know this stuff and then I guess it's the action piece. But what I'm just saying is that if you we can I'm guilty of getting stuck in my own head too much and you don't go anywhere. And for what? It's pointless. What do you mean stuck in your own head? Is that not... Well, what's the meaning of life? Why are we here? What are we doing? And then you sit on that for three weeks and then before you know it, you haven't done anything. Um, do you know what That's I, a like, very simplistic way of looking at it, though. Yeah, but... Just yeah. a very simplistic way of looking at it. That's sort of how I feel. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's how I feel. Like, I mean, yeah. you can get... Anyway, that's... You're asking how I see philosophy. That's currently where I sit with... Um, I shared a lot of videos last on my last topic around with philosophy. I think there's some awesome stuff there. But I generally feel we can get... I know I've been guilty of it, and I'm talking through experience, of... Analysis paralysis. Yeah, I guess it's a good way of summarizing it. So, yeah. So, what about the thoughts on what I talked about at the beginning about actually being good for the businessman, the entrepreneur, to break a method of thinking using things like philosophy, where your your mind is going somewhere else, is thinking about something else. Yeah, but you can use anything for that. Well, I'm philosophy talking about philosophy, one, though. Yeah, it's one one tool of thousands. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a tool that's been. So yeah, new. I agree with you. Yeah, but yeah. it's one of many, and you pick. I like to look at, I like to keep, as I like to think that I'm open enough and I like to take what I like from bits and bits and pieces and apply where that's necessary. And I think there, if you, with philosophy, there is 
thousands of and i probably haven't done this with the religion and i know conrad's talked about this and matt a bit you could probably do the same with the religion i haven't opened that gate up yet personally but philosophy has been that for me um uh where you know like stoicism meditations uh, marcus aurelius you read his journal entries from 2000 years ago and it's the same fucking problems that they had 2000 years ago as we have today like and that is kind of like that perspective is amazing but does it have to be philosophy that gives you that perspective i don't know but um so for critical thinking yes i agree with you but uh i just think sometimes like anything too much of one thing can be negative uh so yeah i'm definitely not saying you need to be doing it 24 hours a day yeah but it's as i it's a tool that i'm using just now to explore other avenues of creativity of thinking yeah but I, I suppose I won't keep going around the table just now because I think the whole podcast <laughs> just will stop be oh hang on Jesus <laughs> <laughs> like I was ready to go <laughs> now I was loaded well no, I'm sure there will be there will be a chance let's within, hear from Jacob why don't we just make it a t- <laughs> <laughs> there will be a chance within the topic I suspect to be able to, to, to which because kind of what we're talking about anyway um, so one area that struck me in philosophy that I that I um, delved into a little bit was a philosophy called absurdism um, which was created um, by a French Algerian philosopher from the 20th century Albert Camus and he'd come to the conclusion that the human conflict between seeking value and meaning in life and our inability to actually find it so you know our constant need to find something of value that we that we can hold on to um, is is kind of you never get to that stage you never find that one thing that's going to create that whole meaning meaning for you you thought that life had no meaning that nothing exists that could ever be a source of meaning and hence there is something deeply absurd about the human quest to actually find it to actually be on that continual search that it's this constant it just never stops you're always seeking value and then or value or meaning and and purpose i think you you mentioned conrad before purpose is 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 intrinsic in that as well um so his realization and this was his thought was that there is no meaning in the universe like we you can't find it so it's a constant um uh what would you call it uh it's just pac-man bro pac-man you keep going around 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 still still meaning in a game pac-man yeah hit the odd cherry (laughs) Um, see the see a few ghosts. Um, so he thought there, there was three sort of outcomes to that. He thought if you, if you think that you're living in a meaningless universe, which is what his sort of main premise was, and it's not nihilistic in that there's no meaning and it's not worth it. Although his first option is um, like we, the main philosophical philosophical problem is suicide. That you. And it's, it's a tough topic to talk about, but you know when. And then I'm sure um, it's not something we're going to hang on to on, on this episode. Uh, but that is. That well, is, I think I think you have to hang on to it, mate. It's one of three options that he's talking about. Yeah, but he says that's not a that isn't the not the option you should go down. Well, uh, then how, if he's going to talk about that not being the option, then why it is an option? Why is it an option? option it it option. is it is an option. And why should but, you or should no, you not go down that path? But because on this podcast, I don't want to go down that because that's probably well, that's, that's going that's taking a thirty three percent of the topic. You have to go down that path. You know, I've got here suicide due to life being ultimately meaningless and therefore either too boring or too painful. I mean, not, it is what it is. 
Yeah, yeah, I know, but that's not the part. Meaning, why bother? Yeah, yeah, and that's and and I'm saying that as that is one of the things he said is an option in the three options that he came up with for it. He said it was definitely not the best option. It's not the next option. The next option is um, philosophical suicide, which is where we probably all sit in that we we hang on to meaning through religion, philosophy, science, um, community. You, you f- try and find something to, to latch on to which is going to give you the meaning or purpose in your life but inevitably that something will hit and that will be broken and you then can't, um, can't go forward with that so you find another one um, but his third one which is the one I want to sort of delve into which I think struck more meaning with myself is the option of acceptance um, acknowledging the truth of how absurd life is. Does that make sense, Conrad? I saw you wince when I said that. No, well, it doesn't align with me, but so it doesn't make sense for me. No, I, clear, I clearly adopted the, the, the first one, such as a religion or spiritual framework. So the, the middle one doesn't align with me. Okay. The, the last one? The, the, the third Well, option. the one that you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. End of the podcast. Let's go. Right. Go on. No, nah, no. Nah, um, I knew that people were going to be coming in with completely closed minds on this and not opening yeah, up. To there's, there's three options to a mind. There's three options to it. You want to shut down two and talk about one. I've got. I don't want to shut I, down two. I live I my to... life according to a framework. Yeah. All right. I do live my life according to a framework. That's who I am. Yeah. So I have an opinion. My opinion is I believe in a spiritual framework. Yeah. So I don't believe in suicide, and I don't believe in acceptance that life is meaningless. So what do you want me to say? So let's explore. Yeah, let's so talk it's about okay it. to have yeah two different viewpoints on it. So why why do you lean towards acceptance, Mike? Like what what has gotten you to there? And because I mean we literally have a split down the middle, which is cool. We have uh, so suicide is off the table, and we got framework, and we've got acceptance. and I'm doing the suicide part off the off the off the yeah, table from right? a from a yeah. from a it's not something we probably want to talk about in yep. in this podcast. That's from- so why does acceptance sit more with you opposed to framework? I suppose just looking around, I've never been somebody that's... I've never been religious. Um, I find myself attaching myself to things like philosophy and sort of seeing that I'm then being dragged down that path. I just like the idea that life is... You know, when you really stop and look around, at the, the weird things that are happening at, at all times in life, when you're more mindful of what's going on around you, you, you can see the little absurdities in life and that life is, is pretty strange and hard to, to create meaning from. But the thing I like about the absurdism viewpoint and accepting how absurd life is, that it gives you more freedom to create your own meaning. Like well, you're, that's, you're, see, that's where I think you're, you're at there, is you're, you're looking for... We'll use the word religion, but it can be broader, wider. Yes. Near, or me, meaning you're, a framework. You're looking or, for yeah. a framework that aligns with you. Yes. Which is why you're looking at this path, which is, and, and at the moment, your option three, whichever option it is, is the one that aligns with you. Whereas, like, I, I agree with Conrad, which to an extent sounds like Trav and, um, and Justin are in the same sort of realm. Like, I choose to believe in a framework because I choose and have experience that provides me with a far better existence. And that's just my framework. Yep. Whereas obviously what I've attached to as a framework and have put belief in, you don't see that 
or align with it yourself. So you're looking into further depth of philosophy to try and find a piece of framework, which yeah, I, I, suppose, I know you've really enjoyed Stoicism and yeah, part of oh, that is aligned with yeah. you, but you're still looking for more of something to help you explain it. I think that's or, what or that the, is. It's kind of that, but then the other point is that, that maybe there isn't anything that can explain it. So you, you, you take what is there in any moment, in any day, in any week, and I mean, we're all we've all been built up with frameworks. I have no option other than to be influenced by Christianity and and obviously Stoicism. Now that I've read it, and anything, any stories you've been told your whole life are in, kind of ingrained in your in your psyche already. But I like the process of breaking these down and questioning them, and saying, is that even something? Like, is is Christianity? It is all just stories layered on stories, layered on stories, layered on stories that have been translated over over like hundreds and hundreds of years. We don't really know what the the true story is. I we mean, don't. religion is an, again another topic that we can talk about down the track. But I just like the breakdown of creating your own meeting, giving you complete freedom, which can be completely scary because you don't have a framework to, to, to support you. Travis? Is that what you're trying to do? You speak about uh, going on your journey recently in the last sort of five to 10 years. Uh, are you cr trying to create your own meaning rather than find it? I think so. I think that's all. And I think that's where this whole philosophy comes from is that really is your only choice. Yeah, um, and people. Some people will fall back on stuff that is already there, that yep. has been created for them. I suppose. Um, I mean, Conrad, it is interesting because you do, and I see you in a way as a kind of absurd hero to a degree because you use so many different frameworks. I mean, you're a Freemason who goes to Catholic church. I mean, the Catholic religion denounced Freemasonry as a as a thing. Did, did, did. but. You, you know there's the, an opposition between the two. I'm a Freemason and I'm a Catholic. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, and then obviously you go into spirituality, yep. Buddhism, and you, you have a lot of different... So it's called Omism. Omism is where you take... Is where you take the learnings from across the breadth of frameworks. Yeah. And that's where, like coming back to the point saying, I'm not a big philosopher... Yeah, but I, you are, Travis. Exactly. You are, but you are. I flip between the two. So I see a lot of merit in what Conrad's talking about. I also see a lot of merit in what you're talking about, Michael. So it's for me, I sort of create, I'm creating my own framework and uh, try to take a little bit from everything, exactly what you're trying to say, Conrad. Yeah. And I think that f for me works. Uh, and if that's working for you, then that's fine too. Yeah. But, but at its essence, using a spiritual framework. Um, doesn't put you in the bracket of accepting life as meaningless. Well, I think I mean, it, it has it has connections with Buddhism and stuff like that. Buddhism is like you know you are just you are just you you you. Are, Buddhism, I, life I, still has meaning. I get a sense though, um, though. Mike, have you do you disregard the, the religious stories? I see them as stories, um, and I acknowledge them. I suppose as. I mean, Matt, you've talked in this on previous podcasts. Because I feel like you shut that potential framework completely out. That is not. Well, no, I accept completely that I am influenced by that. Probably, whatever percent of my life is. My granddad was a minister. I went to a, a school where they where they had Sunday services and all that sort of stuff. So, it, it is part of what. Yeah, but the way you talk about philosophy is like 
you talk about it as if it's it's a better alternative, a better I've framework. Never, I've never said that's that. the tonality that's, I that's, get. No, definitely I don't not. Know if else do, you, do you see the alchemist as a story, or do you see that as philosophy? Because for me, that's a story with uh, a lot of philosophy in it. Yeah. But do you, do you see that as the same light as a religious story? But it's got religious undertones, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, if we talk about it's the hero's journey type stuff, yeah. it's it's. Yeah. Um, I suppose the the big thing for me. This is why I talked about the philosophy part at the beginning, because a lot of people just poo poo it and say, you know, yeah. you're overthinking things, you're spending too much time on that. But I actually think it's a really powerful method of breaking down your life in business, in whatever. It's questioning. It's looking at, and from a creativity point of view, being absurd is is the way you tap into pure creativity. There's no way you can be creative if you're using somebody else's framework, like truly creative. Like the best photographers in the world don't yeah, but just copy that next person. Oh, well, everything is yeah, a bit Yeah, but that's of a, an easy thing to say. Everything oh, is a copy of everything, though. Not if you truly break it down and get out of that. That's where yeah. I think true creativity comes from. Like somebody like Salvador Dali or like... Um, I don't know. So, like, so can I just jump in? I'm sorry, Mike. How do you... And so this is a question. Because with, with what Travis and JB opened up with, and they sort of... I, I also find it that... I, I enjoy researching, looking at um, these sort of areas from time to time, but I also find it a, a rabbit hole, which is a which creates procrastination for me. And I don't find it useful in a in a sort of practical sense when I when I do. So, do you, how do you find it? It makes a sort of useful base for you like what well yeah it obviously works for you how so do you how, how use I'm it? curious to know how it's training my brain it's like you know i'm trying to break the patterns that have been set up in my brain through <laughs> frameworks that we've got religion yeah. being told a business must be like this you must do that do, do, do robot 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 i'm trying to break that and philosophy is the only way to do that because philosophy is really questioning what the meaning of it all is yeah um like what's the meaning of that um, process you, you must do in your business. I'm Break just thinking of down. I'm thinking of the listeners as well. I, I get what you're saying, but do you have what's a practical example or something? Well, so, okay, I've, only, so, I've only found it do the opposite for me, which is a, okay. and that's fine. I, I'm not I'm not having a go. I'm just curious to see yeah. like where you've gone. You know what? Because I read this and delved into that. Yeah. Why I, I went and changed I said, this I've decision? Just, I said that creativity, critical thinking, so breaking in, down in your creative. Like the way you're not just well, doing a creative work. Oh no, I'm just looking for a, like a real, just a just straight up well, practical what's, example. What's business? I mean, what's business is about critical thinking of how you how you're going to approach a problem that you've got or a or a project that you've got, and you can so easily fall into let's just do it the way we did it before. Or yeah. and I think if if people are listening and they're on an entre entrepreneurial journey and they're starting out, I think philosophy should be one of the first things you start to bring into your suite of. Um, tools that you can use. As I said, it's not the it's not the be all and end all of, of tools, um, but it is, I think, a very very important part. As I said at the beginning, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Reid Hoffman, they all they will start hiring people that have been studying the humanities rather than any tech stuff. They will actually bring people into their business that have actually read the great stories, and that, that, that's what I mean. You've and you're the perfect example of this because you've read a lot of this stuff mm. and thought about it and broken down things in your brain to try and yeah, get to I mean, to I, it. I have, Mike. I mean, but I've also accepted the fact that I believe in a framework 
to succeed in life. You know, I, but, I believe in that framework. But you, you then move to a different framework and a different framework. So you're sort of, you're, no, I, there's a segmented sort of movement in Not in necessarily. Your head. I, I believe in a higher power. I believe in a spiritual beast. I believe in a God. Yep. You know, now, do I believe in the Ten Commandments and how Moses got that off the hill? No. Do I believe that they exist? Yes. They're, they're morals. Yep. So I do have a framework. But um, you, you still like to think and, and maybe you have your frameworks but you still there's there's a I think a lot of things are crazy that we choose to believe and not believe yeah isn't it isn't it more it's about application is it not to then to to move yourself forward in in life and be better than than you were yesterday if there's no meaning to life then the only option you have is to you know um, I challenge anyone with this meaning of life stuff to to have a child and tell me you have don't you don't have meaning that's what that's what really trumps me the big question there is individual meaning versus universal meaning. Everyone has an individual meaning for their life, whether that's something that needs to be discovered or something that they personally choose for themselves. Or, yeah. But the big question is, is there a universal meaning? And that's what people kind of try and discover for themselves, whether they've got full belief in a system, whether they choose religion or philosophy or science or spirituality and they just go all their eggs in that one basket or whether they pick and choose bits and pieces because they don't feel that one system fully helps but them. But do we even really have it? that choice? Look, my, my greatest meaning is my my kids, right? So for me, that is my, my legacy. If I'm, if I'm lucky enough to be doing lucky, you know, and we won't go into that word, but if I'm lucky enough to be able to do work like I am today where I'm trying to build a business and a platform and a future that provides for them I'm lucky I'm, I'm we're in a country that's allowed me to do it if I had to fall back and and rather than planning for their future I was like literally digging a trench all day every day so they could eat tonight then I would be doing that yeah so that 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 is well oh, that's what we constantly do and this is what I'm cool. talking about and that is creating your own meaning that is doing that's, exactly that's my everybody meaning. seems to be going back to the th- the point so that they the think only... oh, my my life is meaningless. That's uh, yeah, I get the the tendency that you're yeah. thinking that. No, but that, that's what it says here: acceptance of lack of meaning and living on which and in spite you, of this knowledge, which gives you the complete freedom to create your own. Yeah, that's what I understand. That's where I agree with Mike. And um, well, it's not what I've read. So unless we unless we're pulling it apart, yeah. versus how it's been well, written. I person, I think absurdism as a concept is trying to say that. There's no one universal meaning. Well, I, however, we can find our I, own individual meaning. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, the, these days there's a lot of like build a, a business around your purpose and passion and, and all this. And this comes back to where I opened of like, if we just get caught up on, and this is the other part, I'm still curious for you to answer the question, Mike, around how practically you've applied, say, these learnings. And you, like, you said you started this two to three years. How has life changed? Because I agree to the element of like, um, if you spend so much energy consumed in trying to find meaning, like the, it, no, you're painting exactly what I'm not doing. I don't just spend energy, and I'm not doing this thing. As I'm a, not painting you. I'm saying this is common for a lot of people. We talk about purpose. Yeah, I've you're asking my, me the direct question. But I've um, I've done it myself as well, where I've spent too much time on like dwelling on this or that which you go down this um uh, this rabbit hole i agree with asking questions and all of that and you should never necessarily get stuck in old ways or old habits but you know what is 
where do you go from from there and and what's like is because again we talk about enjoying the journey like to me exactly you can be present yeah. yeah cool all right learn to practice to be present um learn not to get confined into other people's boxes um but but what else? Like, is, is that it- not enough initially? And then life is, I mean, life is still happening to me. It's not as if yeah. I'm in some sort of wonderland of like. So it, how have you applied this practically over the last, like coming back to. I, it's, a, it's a hard one to say how to apply it practically because I don't know exactly practically what's happening up here in my brain. I can have feelings and, and see myself handle situations better. And well, How do you but, feel about it? How do you feel now compared to. I feel more in control, I think, or more focused on the, the on concentrating on probably the most important parts of my life, which is my kids, um, the things that mean something to me, not being told that you, that must mean something to you or whatever. So that's, I think it's a very hard one to say. It's like a five step guide to you know creating a better life. It's it's There's not no ebook. Is it? Come on. The philosophy even, yeah. does it does it apply to bigger picture stuff rather than the micro elements of life would that be fair to say so if yes, you're yes, if you're looking if you're looking into philosophy you know you can really look at it at the bigger picture of the way you view your life and say if you were uh, wanting to change your life in a positive way and then you go down the philosophy rabbit hole uh, could it be the first step to really change the overarching values and the overarching views of yeah. uh, your makeup. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it affects a bigger part than just something you can see, oh, I've got taller or I'm like better at doing this. It's more, it changes your whole outlook, I suppose, on, on your life, the people around you. You pause more, you look at things, you question things more, which is not a bad thing to do. Like it's, it's something I don't think, well, something, as I said at the beginning, I, I encourage people to to go down the path and start thinking about things a little bit differently. Well, it has the ability to alter your belief system and your value system. Oh, and, break it and, down, yeah, yeah, completely. But yeah. I so, think you still, don't you not need, um, you, you, there still needs to be some form of framework, otherwise you're just gonna be pulled. <laughs> no, because, hear me out, Mike. Like, because like, otherwise you're gonna be pulled in multiple directions. So, so one, you know, certain period of your life, you're following this one and then, you're getting pulled over to this one, and then you get pulled over to this well, one, and let, then you get pulled over that. to that let me, one. Let me, let me, let me, and you no. end up getting teared apart at well, all directions. Or do you, or do you have well, ten- tension in your life, which which creates tension? Is not necessarily bad. I'll just give you this 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 paragraph, which will tie both of this, and let's debate this for a little bit because it's what's got me struck. Absurdism has either uh, has us either adopt or construct a belief structure that provides a day to day reprieve from the crushing impossibility of true meaning. It gives us a structure that we can we can use to trick our evolution-soaked brains into extracting meaning from the universe, or never forgetting the system itself is a trick. Now, if that's if that's something you agree with, Mike, then are you not creating a framework as opposed to adopting a framework and, and anyway? And that's the absurd thing about absurdism is that it is creating its own framework of meaning based on what. And Basing ha- or breaking down all the shit that's around you already, yeah. like it's the a framework that to around you already that it cannot be understood. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> So, and so, and this, this, so you accept and move yeah, on. Exactly. This brings us into the story, and this is where there's an essay by Albert Camus called um, "The Myth of Sisyphus," talking about um, the Greek Greek story of Sisyphus, who great read by the way, who chained up chained up um, death, and the gods didn't like that, so they thought, "Fuck you, Sisyphus." <laughs> got death back out into the world and told Sisyphus, you are going to grab that rock and you're going to roll it up a hill. 
And when it gets to the top, it's going to freaking roll straight back down again. That is you for the end of time. And this is where Albert Camus uses that parallel with us and meaning and the constant like, and business is like this. I, I, Anybody I, tell me otherwise that business you push we, it we, up we, the hill we are and it in, falls straight back down. We again. are in a framework, mate. Whether you whether you accept it or not, we are in a framework. But, well, okay? some oh. framework of well, no, framework we, is probably a wrong word. We, we live in a, we live in a framework. What are you talking about? To this me, this country just, is bound by a framework. Why did I like, say that? I said I, I, there's no way I can get away from that. Because like that's, yeah, so how so how do you then? Yeah, what do you mean? How do you exist within a framework without well, I a framework? I exist in my head so I can break things down on the way I, I deal with things day to day. I still have to drive right. a car and get a bus yeah. and do, do that sort of thing. But you abide it. by certain structures and laws of and systems I and processes. But and I, lot, I embrace a, it. I embrace it. And a lot of our laws is, have come to us via religious teachings anyway. Of course they have. And still yeah. do. Yeah, and yeah, we had, yeah. we had um, Jacob saying he's going to send his son to Trinity College even though he doesn't have a spiritual basis. I mean, you know, we're, Life's is, absurd. is that absurd? Is that it absurd? Is. Of course it is. Yeah. How else can you look at it? There's meaning that he has. There's meaning that the headmaster has. There's meaning that you have. That you look at that. You and Matt laugh so at is, Jacob about that. Is this I a mean, path to that's bl- absurd. Is it a path to bliss? Or like I'm still like, is it then to allow... It's every- a path to seeing the things in the micro. And this is a really good passage from, from Sisyphus. Um, or from the myth of Sisyphus. This really is, this is how, how Sisyphus enjoys Sisyphus. his... How syphilis? Syphilis? How syphilis got syphilis? syphilis. I I held my tongue that whole time and you got me. Okay, so this is how Sisyphus deals with the the terror that he's in, I suppose. The up and down, the constant life pushing against him all the time. Each, is this what he does? Each atom of that stone, each mineral flake of that night-filled mountain in itself forms a world. The struggle itself towards the heights is enough to fill a man's heart. One must imagine Sisyphus happy. Sisyphus is happy because he has accepted the punishment assigned to him. He's accepted. He's how, enjoying the journey. How exactly? Yeah, it's how not about the destination. Yeah. yeah. So where have you got to with this now in your life? Before Mike gets onto that, I've something that, like for me, philosophy can be. It can come from two angles. Like Justin, you're really pushing that you have to have some action from it angle. And that's cool. And like, whether you use a framework like philosophy or religion or But something. it's all like acceptance is an action. Yeah. yeah. But, but also you can just... To live a better life. It's an action. Yeah, but it's I a, pursue yeah. philosophy in one way. Like Stoic philosophy is a practical form. Action. A kind of form of, yeah, philosophy that is Because the letter, like Seneca's... How to live a good life that book or i think it is like that is fucking phenomenal i agree everyone should read that like that is how to be a good person and like how to not take shit personally and like you know like uh you have two you know you have two actions you change the way you think about it or you do something about it so like uh, i like isn't that um yeah. i don't know i'm not saying like it has to all be action i'm just curious of like what are you saying it's the way of coping with how life can just I'm throw curveballs curve at you. Yeah, for, you don't have contr- complete control. You don't yeah. have complete control. So, like, for anyone coming back to what Matt was saying, like, for listeners and for, like... Uh, I don't care about that. <laughs> I do care about you. You know, I think um, asking questions is great, but that seems to be... Uh, I don't know. Um, can you how can you not, like, can, live your life without asking questions? Like, no, I'm not saying that. Can I'm, you I'm, ask a question... 
and also be okay with it. There's maybe not yeah. an answer. Like, well, I guess what I'm trying, uh, what I would like to understand is like, uh, yeah, what have you learnt that has happened practically? Like, is life better now? Are you more blissful now? Is life a lot better no, now I've since accept- you started? I've philosophy? accepted that life is is hard. And so I will always couple- have that acceptance. Okay. But I'm not saying I don't have a good life though. I've been much more tranquil in my in my day. So are you calmer? Are you producing yeah. more work? Are you producing better work? See, you're Are you you're, life? you're in a different different headspace because you're just got focused on the work, 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 and I must be getting no, better. I said I living be life. I, yeah, and I yeah. said I was living a Is calm life. life. You then you? said, "Does that make Are you, you feeling then do- better? Are you yeah, happier?" Yeah. yeah. So that's how philosophy has worked for you. Like that's what well, I'm trying to understand. On one level, yes, but it works on lots of different levels. Why know. do you keep Anyone looking at everybody else? Well, because like, I'm of, hoping someone else jumps in. Well, to, to go the, back to your whether point I'm the odd one out here. Like I'm just curious. I, I think I'm the odd one out. I that, think and that's ha- why I brought how it up has it benefited you from you ingesting so much information? Like, had, well, the argument here is philo- everyone should read philosophy, right? I'm saying it's a good point to get some yeah. critical thinking into your life so, and think differently. I suppose. Yeah. But then the question comes back to, which is again the whole point of this: Why? But, 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 <laughs> no, but that's, can it, that's can a, it benefit that's you? That's a non. Can it yes. you in other well, ways? if why? Anyway, do you think thinking is good for you? Yeah, but that's I, what philosophy is. Just that's it. But twenty-one out. It's about there. thinking. Yeah, but, but religion g- g- causes me to think, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and that's the so form philosophy, of philosophy. Philosophy yeah. itself is is a structure. Yep. So this is why I really really find this damn thing funny because it, it's still it's a absurd, structure, isn't it? <laughs> And this is the thing, we all struggle to find this meaning and we use this and we use that I, and we do that. I don't struggle to find a meaning. Oh, oh yes, I, you do. If you don't struggle, you... No, I don't struggle to find a meaning. I, look, I, can I, I'll, I want to jump in. You said something before about being pulled in all these different directions. And I, I would agree with what you said like to Conrad about how he uses an element of this, an element of that. And I've always done that, but I've always been... like, well, For most of my youth, I was just a little bit anti-mainstream like religion. And when I changed that and I made the decision to... And all it was was a decision is to that allow that to be my core belief system was that I, Catholicism and I always get, would get baptised in the Catholic Church. Now, I did that as an adult and I did that primarily for my kids. But once I made that decision, even though I'd been around it for a long time, it doesn't mean I accept everything they tell me either. But it allows me to use that as a core framework and I add in all these other little periphery pieces that I want to to make it who I am. But I can tangibly say that since I did that and have allowed that to... And I think that's how I always was. I just didn't accept it. And when I have accepted it, my life has improved. So I feel better. I feel calmer. I don't feel like I'm searching in the same way. Because I, I think I get where I believe you're at. I think I get that. And I think I've been through elements of that, particularly when I went through those five odd years of quite significant illness and, and challenge. Like I, so I think I understand. I, don't, I can't fully understand where you're at, but I think I understand. Since I've made that decision, it has helped me yeah. and improved yeah. me significantly. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I, so that's why I am in category two. Yeah, and I think I the way you said that is, Justin, is something that has helped me a lot, is the way of accepting the universe's curveball that comes at you I can handle that a lot better than I used to be able to handle that sort of shit through my process of of thinking about the human experience that really has helped me deal with I mean I live a pretty lucky life I've not had many curveballs but hopefully the next I get little ones we all get little ones throughout the day but you know 
I guess we're, we're, there's, there's going to be big ones hitting at yeah. any stage. We know this. And I think philosophy to me and critical thinking and thinking about the maybe the meaningless of everything sort of maybe helps me deal, will help me hopefully deal with that a little bit better. But I want to end quickly on um, a quote by Edward Murrow, which is, anyone who isn't confused doesn't really understand the situation. How does that sit with everybody? Do you so understand? Great. Anyone who isn't confused doesn't really understand the situation. Meaning that life is fucking confusing. Well, I've been confused a lot this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> why do you have? So you to? understand it? Exactly. <laughs> Maybe you have to accept that you're confused. Why do you have to understand the situation though? Whoa. <laughs> no, understanding comes to you after being confused because in the simulation all they've built is the hero's journey they haven't built the second game yet (laughs) level one I encourage people to delve into philosophy just 5% if you want don't go go too deep and it's it's not I mean it's not I'm not the last couple of weeks with this topic I've been going down my head my head was poking into the rabbit hole a little bit but I just encourage you from a from a critical thinking point of view from a creativity point of view especially in my business Travis yep Justin Matt, you're in a little creative business, but you're not the creative. <laughs> oh, really? oh. But you know what? As in, you're not the. You're how much not content the... do you produce, bro? <laughs> I produce quite a bit. I do yeah, most how of much do I produce? None. My cock's bigger. No, as my in, as cock's in the, bigger. I'm talking about. Oh. The, the, <laughs> and I'm very creative too. I'm creative. I just don't paint. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on, yes. Um, this, this is content right now. Exactly. We're, we're co-creating oh, You know content. what I mean. You know what I mean. I'm talking about the, the day-day pro- projects and stuff. Graphic, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Not creative, like photography. Let's talk about Try and doing some of the deals I've just done, man. I have to be fucking creative. Exactly. And critical thinking and philosophy can help you, Conrad. So no, just telling stories. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> Once upon a time. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for being vulnerable in a... Are you, um, why are you ending the episode? That. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> he does that to... He's no, I'm not. We're winding like, it up. I, I, thought you, I thought you understood. No, Wait, I'm, I'm, just, I'm he, just saying thank you Travis, to Michael. Travis popped my cork and he ended the episode. Fuck. I wasn't finished the episode. No, it's just genuinely saying, like, we haven't had an episode like this where we've debated a lot for a while. So thank you for bringing such a good topic. No, thank you, thank you, and uh, I do apologise for getting a bit angry because I had a, I had <laughs> a pre- no, no, no. Because I had honestly, I had a preconception that a couple of people in this group were coming into this with a completely closed mind and would just oppose it straight away. So that's of kind of where I just. Got- <laughs> but, but in fairness, I think we can, as a group, talk about things like suicide without. Without it getting into an area of blackness, I mean, it is what it is, right? And it is a but big part be, of. Well, I'm just going to be respect, to respectful of that, that topic, I suppose, yeah. and not just gloss over like one of your choices is suicide. The next one is like I wanted to just sort of. It's not one of your choices, Mike. Let me know. Well, exactly. Got, well, that, exa- that's the whole point. It isn't. Talk to it isn't a choice. And if and yeah, if you are having any issues, speak to somebody straight away. Um, but thank you guys for challenging me again, and um, not that I listened. No, I did. Um, <laughs> And we'll see you again next week. Oh, by the way, if anybody likes it, uh, please press that button and like us and share and comment and uh, give me some big ups, please. I need it. (laughs) Bye. The middle ones. (laughs) Champagne.